0: This program was recorded for broadcast at this time. Welcome to What's the Score? A series solely dedicated to the support of Central Florida small business and entrepreneurs. Donated as a community service by Salem Media Group. And now, here's Christopher Hart, Rich Jekyll, and Lucy Valido. Hello again, and welcome to What's the Score? The show designed to help you come up with that winning combination and put it into practice, ladies and gentlemen. And that's right, as usual, we have a winning combination for you here today because we have the two award-winning score volunteers, starting with Lucy Polito, Lucy, how are you doing? I am great. How about you, Chris? Doing pretty good, pretty good. And then, of course, there is the co-award winner, None other than Rich Jekyll himself. Rich, how are you doing? All right, well, Rich is out there, so we'll connect with him here in a second. Uh, Of course, we're still doing this sort of thing remotely, and every now and then you get a little bit of a glitch. So in the meantime, we'll just work through it. I am Christopher Hart of the American Adversaries Radio Show, but of course, this show is all about SCORE and everything that SCORE has to offer for you, ladies and gentlemen. If you are an entrepreneur or want to be an entrepreneur or know someone who does, then SCORE is the place to go. And you can go there right now by phone and by Internet. And soon, hopefully, you'll be able to go there once again in person at the offices, which are located in the National Entrepreneur Center in the Fashion Square Mall. And if you'd like to give them a call, you can call at 407-420-4844. For score, it's 407-420-4844. And if somebody calls that number, Lucy Polito, will you pick it up? I could possibly, if they're lucky enough, I could. And what will happen if, they, if you do? What will you say? Well, then
1: I will greet them and then hear what they need from Score, and we will be there, right
0: there, ready to help them. Ready to help? You people. pass it on to me. <laughs> That's what I was going to say, uh, Rich. Uh, you uh, you're part of the equation here too, right? Right. Yeah. <laughs> and and so. Once again, ladies and gentlemen, if you call that number during normal business hours, you might actually get Rich or Lucy or one of you'll get one of the other volunteers at score. And how many of them are you down there now, Rich? Spread around There's five dozen, Christopher. Let's see, that's one, two, three. That that out. I don't have that many fingers or toes. All right. So about sixty okay. here. And you folks can be, if you would like to be a volunteer, you can go to the website at Orlando.score.org, and we'd love it if you would sign up for the newsletter there. And it's easy to do. Just go to Orlando.score.org, and that way you'll know everything that SCORE is doing and has coming up. And once again, you call that number. If it's during af- after hours or if they can't get to it, somebody will call you back. And that's the beginning of the relationship. And where does it go from there, Rich? Rich. Oh, man, it goes all over the place. There's like uh, 19,000 volunteers across the country. So if we can't find one here in the local community, uh, one of our volunteers, then we'll find one across the country and they'll get back to you. All right. And how many of them are there now around the country? Lucy, do you know how many of the volunteers there are around?
1: There is about. Uh, about seventeen or 18,000 around I know. the country.
0: and the number keeps growing, and it's a great organization because, as Rich was saying, and Lucy, you highlight this, the folks, these 17,000 folks come from all different places. They're not all from one industry or one form of business, or they're from all the forms of businesses.
1: You know, that is the advantage that SCORE, I think, has over just about any other organization, and that is there isn't a business that somebody can come up with, that there isn't already an expert nationwide somewhere. And we can put that person along with the potential client, and they can start making money.
0: And once again, it's so easy to do. All you have to do is ask for the help. And how much does it cost again? Oh, The big F word, man. The big F word. What is that again, Rich? The big F word. It's the free word. Free the mentorship program is free for the asking ladies and gentlemen but it's the value you cannot put a price on it because it's the it oftentimes is the shall we say the the variable whether you succeed or not whether you make it or not because these folks have all been there done that and that's the whole idea is that they want to help make you make it in whatever business that you're in and as right now, the education programs are also all free. Many of them always are, but some of them, there's a charge that's actually very minimal, once again, considering what you get for it. But right now, thanks to some great donors, the education program is free. Did you say last week through the end of the year now, Lucy Polito.
1: Yes, yes. And, you know, I would encourage everybody to look at our website because we have some great programs, wonderful programs. Uh, certainly in the month of September, I mean, we have a full schedule. Look at it. Take advantage of it. I mean, how good is free? Please, take advantage of it.
0: Yeah, really. And once again, there's no charge for anything that the score is offering right now. It's so easy to do. Go to orlando.score.org. Sign up for the newsletter, and that's where you can also sign up for all of the great presentations, uh, like what we'll be talking about here today. And don't forget to like Rich on Facebook. Right, Rich? Oh, man, they need to really get on this. I'm feeling really low. <laughs> and that is <laughs> Score Orlando on Facebook. Just reverse it from the website. Score Orlando on Facebook or Orlando.score.org for the website. And Hey, come like me. That's right. And as I said, there are a lot of great things going on all the time at SCORE, great presentations, and a fellow we've got on the show with us today who's been on the show with us a few times before is oftentimes contributing the content or the presentations at SCORE, and his name is Ken Countess of the Countess Group. Ken Countess, how you doing today?
2: I'm great, Chris. How are you doing today? It's
0: great to hear your voice. Uh, and yours as well. I think I think the last time we saw each other was... What, about a year or so ago?
2: Yeah, well, certainly uh, more than six months. I mean, you know, we've <laughs> yeah. been on lockdown pretty much since March. Uh, yeah, I would guess it was about a year ago.
0: Yeah, I remember but, seeing... uh, You
2: know, of course, I said uh, it's great to hear your voice. I hear you on the radio anyway, but it's great to talk to you live today.
0: Uh we appreciate that. And uh, Ken, I know, was also at the last, uh, not the last, but the last time the BizFest was, was able to be held in 2019. And we anticipate that program getting back up and going again. But some folks may have not been around back then, Ken, because we've got a lot of new listeners. So give a little uh, synopsis of uh, where you came from, like you're from around here, and uh, a little bit of your background, please.
2: Oh, sure. Uh, Well, uh, again, the name's Ken Countess, and my company is The Countess Group. Uh, We are in our 20th year uh, as independent marketing consultants. Uh, but what got me into this, Chris, was I spent uh, about 25 years in corporate America. I've been a marketer all my life. I, um, I I'm, It's hard for me to say out loud that I've been a marketer for over 40 years. Mm. Um, so 20 25 years at, in corporate America as a senior marketing person for companies like Motorola and Marriott and uh, a part of CVS called Caremark. And uh, recently, in in the local area, I worked for a company that's now part of Honeywell, and that's Datamax O'Neill. But for the last 20 years, I've been working with companies, uh, small and large, helping them be better marketers, Uh, because most people just aren't born with that skill set. And, you know, they struggle with it. About 10 years ago, I was recruited by Constant Contact, which is one of the, com- the country's largest email marketing companies that actually has since evolved into much more than that. But I've been named their top trainer for several years, and what that means is I teach people how to do things like email marketing and Facebook ads and something called social selling uh, But but primarily, uh, it, you know, it revolves around email because everybody checks their email every single day. So, if you're looking for, if there was no other tool that you use to market your business, use email.
0: Use email. All right. Well, that's yeah. a that's a, a starter right there. Now, uh, you're going to be doing a presentation coming up, aren't you, at Score?
2: Yeah, actually, uh, I have one coming up for SCORE on the 15th of September. Uh, That one actually is called The Power of Video Marketing. But, you know, Chris, the way things work out is everything does tie back to email. So what we say to people is, look, video is super important, but don't forget email because what you want people to do is watch your videos, but then you want to get their contact information information. So you can stay in touch. I was tickled when you uh, talked about uh, the newsletter uh, that uh, Rich puts out. Well, that's email too, right? That's that's how we stay in touch. And that's how we stay connected to our audiences.
0: All right. And, and can I? Yes, please. Lucy. Yes, go ahead.
1: Uh, you know, I don't know if, if anybody that is listening to us now has ever attended one of Kent's uh, seminars. But I have to tell you. He is one of the best presenters that I have seen, certainly. And, uh, you know, it is absolutely, I want to repeat myself, I guess, by telling you that this next session he's about to do is also free. And it's via Zoom, so you don't even have to leave your home. You can do your thing right there from home or wherever you are and take advantage of it because very seldom you get somebody who does such a good job making a presentation and this is one that's very important right now as ken says everybody looks at email there isn't anybody and there isn't anybody who doesn't have email so please take advantage of that
0: all right well we'll talk more about that and how exactly to go about doing that with ken countess of the countess group And when we come right back with more of today's show, and once again, please do sign up for this webinar at orlando.score.org. There is no charge for it, pardon me. If you happen to miss it, you'll be able to go to that website and see it. It will be archived there with now a growing library of webinars on all subjects relating to your business and your success. That's orlando.score.org. And please do sign up for that newsletter there, which is, as Ken said, an effective use of email. All right. So, in the meantime, we're going to take a break and come right back with the effective use of some more airtime on this here radio show, <laughs> which is called What's the Score? So, we'll be right back with more. Okay, we're back. We are What's the Score? And two great volunteers from Score, Rich Jekyll and Lucy Polito, always on the show, along with myself, Christopher Hart. Our guest today, Ken Countess of the Countess Group. And that's countessgroup.com, isn't it, Ken, for your website?
2: Uh, Chris, it's thecountessgroup.com.
0: Ah, thecountessgroup.com. And you spell Countess, C-O-N-T-E-S-S. I'm sorry. C-O-U-N, C-O-U- I'm C-O-U-N-T-E-S-S. U N T E S S. I'm sorry. I've always been a, a bad speller, but C O U N T E S S for Countess. All right, so the countessgroup.com and we were talking about uh when we went into the break, uh the effective use of email and your 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 marketing with the email and the uh the uh, the constant contact. I mean, you're already you know, doing business in sort of a pandemic world before the pandemic got here, weren't you?
2: Yeah, actually, um, you know, so many businesses really understand that uh, it's so important to use email. But uh, more and more businesses have found that during the pandemic, it has uh, increasing importance because so many of us, so many business owners uh, are simply unable to meet with their clients and prospects in person. And so they've come to rely on digital marketing. And email's the simplest to, uh, to do, and it's what most many people understand. A lot of people um, are really still grappling with, well, how do I do social media? Or, gee, I don't have a website. Or I don't know how to do this video marketing thing. But as, as Lucy uh, uh, emphasized, everybody checks email. I think the latest data I saw was that 97% of American adults check email every day. And so if you want to reach someone, if you're not sure if they are going to be on Facebook or Instagram or LinkedIn or Twitter or Pinterest or Snapchat or TikTok or any of the other social channels, you know for sure they're going to be in their inbox. So that's where you need to be. And just like with anything else, there's a right way and a wrong way. And so among the things we'll talk about during the show are the best ways to get people to pay attention to your email.
0: I want to talk more about that, but the uh, the use of email has picked up, and, and I know I'm getting more of it. Lucy, are you seeing what Ken is talking about? In, in oh, home?
1: yeah. Yes, I am getting a lot more also.
0: And that's becoming more a standard, uh, you know, both both inner office, so to speak, and then of course with clientele. But it, as I said, this this was, you know, something sort of waiting for this event to happen, which which made it more, you know, directly a part of everyone's life, which is need why you need to know more about it in the business world. And so, you know, we keep talking about sending emails out, but how do you know where to send them? I mean, how do you how do you get a list together, Ken, of potential people you want to reach with your message?
2: Yeah, that's a really great question, Chris. Uh, You know, it's funny, uh, Lucy, when you say, gee, I'm getting more and more. uh, When we got together last time for this show, I mentioned at that time I was getting about 650 emails a day myself every single day. And now it's over 800 a day. So there are two things, Chris. One is, how do you get the list? And that's number one. And then number two, what do you say when you have these people on your list? well in in situations where you're not in a lockdown, where you know where you're able to get out or go to trade shows and things, exchanging business cards is the way that you get email addresses. <clears throat> but today, uh, we become much more dependent on things like uh, websites and social media. And you can't just have people drop a card in a fishbowl and uh, use that to grow your list. So, so the way to do it is uh, there are lots and lots of great tools out there. Um, so let, let me focus on two. Uh, one is if you have a website, uh, there's, it's very easy to have something called a pop-up box. And, you know, anybody who's spent any time on the web knows that you go to a website and oftentimes either on the site itself, there's a button to join the newsletter, right? So you sign up and you leave your contact info. But what's more prominent these days is something called an exit intent pop-up. And the way that works is the system, when you're on your computer, uh, on your desktop, and you go to leave that web page, right? You move your mouse, and all of a sudden you get this pop-up in front of you uh, that says, hey, join our newsletter, uh, leave us your email address. And so that's, that's one way to do it. And, and by the way, I should also say nobody wakes up in the morning saying, gee, I, w- I hope I can join somebody's mailing list. I can't <laughs> wait to get more email. Nobody wakes up saying that. Right? Well, I, think,
0: I think Rich does, right. don't you, Rich? <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah, Holy, yeah. Might, yeah Every morning I back. wake up. He goes out to the mailbox to, to find <laughs> if there's some junk mail out there, uh, anything for contact with the outside world. All right. So, uh, Lucy, Lucy, did you have a question? Uh, that's too funny. No, no. Oh, uh, okay. All yeah.
2: Right. So, so here's the thing. Um, you know, as, as when you're on one of these web pages and you go to leave and and you get you're presented with this pop-up that says join our mailing list. The way you get people to join is by offering them something of value in exchange. And so, what's that thing of value? Well, it may be an ebook. It may be a free consultation. It may be an invitation to attend a webinar. It can, it can be a special price, a discount offer, something like that. And and that's how you'll get people to offer up an email address. So that's one way to grow your list. Another way to do it is by running ads on Facebook or Instagram or LinkedIn or you know any of the other social media platforms. The challenge with that is, that many people really don't know what to do or how to do it, and they're very concerned about the cost. Well, the good news is that if you do it right, or if you have somebody working with you who knows what to do, you can get email addresses from people who click on a link in your ad for a couple of pennies. I mean, we ran an ad campaign on Facebook for one of our clients, and it cost him five cents per lead. So that's pretty reasonable. And you know that those are going to be qualified leads because they've opted in, right? They deliberately gave you their email address.
0: So those are yeah, two of the ways you can begin to grow your list. What's that, Rich? That's very reasonable. You mean you're talking about the right. co- cost per lead? Yeah, for a qualified lead, man,
2: we used to go through heck to get those things.
0: And so. Sure. So, once again, we're talking with Ken Countess of thecountessgroup.com, thecountessgroup.com, and he'll be making a presentation on the 15th, Uh, and once again, that will be a webinar presentation via Zoom, and you can sign up for that at orlando.score.org, where you can also, of course, sign up for that excellent newsletter. And so you've got, let's let, now, let let's go back to you for a minute, uh, Ken. You said you were up to like 800 emails a day now. How do you sort through them all?
2: That's a great question, Chris. Yeah, Rich and just Oh, asked. please, <laughs> Ken.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> the way we do that is, you know, 68% of people will open an email based on who it's from. So if the email you send out comes from a recognizable name, the odds are much higher that someone will open up that email. About a third of people open it up based on the subject line. So let's say the individual sort of knows who you are, or maybe they don't, but it was the subject line that got their attention. That's how you get people to pay attention, especially if you're among the 800 emails that I get in a day. There's no way in the world I could read even 10% of those. Even that would be eighty emails a day, right? Uh, so, what do you look for? You look for the things that interrupt someone's day in a good way, that gets their attention and makes them want to pay attention to that email that they receive from you.
0: I see. I see. So, the more inviting the message, the better.
2: Yeah, and and there are you know there are several ways that you could think about it. There there are really four. Um, four categories, uh, that, that you can think about. One is if that email subject line gives them, it's called FOMO, which is fear of missing out, right? If they don't open up that email, they're going to miss something. Uh So you want to use the kind of language that gets them to open up that email. Um, maybe imply scarcity, that it's a limited offer. Or it's something that's exclusive. It's something for members only. Or invite them to become an insider or a VIP. Or maybe it's something that helps lower their risk. Maybe uh, it implies security, right? And that's something we're all concerned about during this, you know, these days. Sure. You know, how secure? You know, making sure that you're healthy. You know, things of that nature. Mm-hmm. Those are the four categories that will get someone to open up an
0: email from you. I see. Excellent, excellent. And these are the thoughts. So oh, go ahead, Rich. Yep. So it would be like maybe free membership for one month.
2: Yes, that would be a great
0: thing. In the subject line. Right. Exactly. All right. That's the idea, and that's the sort of thing you will learn, useful information that will actually bring you clientele and money and business, and that is thecountessgroup.com and Ken Countess. We'll be making a presentation via SCORE at Orlando.score.org on September the 15th coming up. You can sign up for it right now. And you said it's going to be uh, about video marketing and the power of email. Did I get that correct, or am I getting mixed up?
2: No, you got it right. It's the power Uh, of video and the importance of video, uh, Chris is that people would much rather watch a video than read a long email.
0: Okay, well, hold it right and, there. and I'll Hold it right there, please. And we'll elaborate on that when we come back, but we do have to go to another break. All right, so once again, you are listening to What's the Score. Please do sign up for the newsletter and all of the presentations that we're bringing to you as previews at Orlando.score.org. And we'll be right back with more of What's the Score. We're back. We are. What's the score? And that would be myself, Christopher Hart, with two great volunteers at Score, possessing awards to prove it. And that is Rich Jakel and Lucy Polito. <laughs> All right. And we also have Ken Countess on with us today. And and Ken is uh, as you can as you can tell if you've been listening. Uh, a wealth of knowledge in how to make the social media work for you ken countess the com. if you'd like to if you'd like to consult with ken about your own business please do contact him at the countessgroup.com and please take advantage of his webinar on the 15th and i believe you all you have an archive of webinars your own of these subjects that we're talking about today do you not ken at your website
2: uh, yeah, absolutely. I do, uh, Chris. We actually have the uh, archive in two places. You can find a sampling of all the replays at thecountersgroupcom slash replays.
0: Okay. All right, right, slash replays. Now, we, when we went into the break, you were beginning to talk about video, how people would much prefer to see a video than read something, to read an email. Please elaborate.
2: Yeah, totally true. Well, you know, it's the old story of a picture's worth a thousand words. Well, in the video world, it's a, a video, a one minute of video is worth a million words. And so if you think about it that way and you think about uh, how how the days of newspapers have unfortunately begun to disappear uh, in favor of people watching news and getting information by watching video. Well, the same is true when it comes to the online experience, where it used to be good enough to have a good uh, photograph, a good image. But today, more and more people are uh, preferring to watch video. In fact, the company Cisco uh, has estimated that 80% of all Internet traffic by 2022 Will be video traffic. So, what we do now is knowing this is we incorporate video into emails. And oftentimes, what you'll see when you uh, open up an email, you'll see that video icon and you click on that icon and, and watch a video. So, the videos are not truly embedded in the email, they're really linked to something else. But the, the, the whole strategy behind this from a marketing point of view is that people, when they get an email from you and they see that there's a video, and especially if it's a video that captures their interest, they are much more likely to welcome the next email from you because they know that you're providing valuable information. So when we think about, and then I'll relate this to the workshop that we're doing on the 15th for Score, is that we'll teach people how to create a video that's engaging. And, and by the way, you don't need to have a lot of expensive equipment to do it. Um, it can be as simple as using a smartphone, assuming you've got one that's got a good camera and good audio. And if you shoot a short video and then embed the video in your email, you're likely to get much better results that will help your business to help you make more sales because people will relate to you much uh, to a much greater extent when they see you on video or see your product in use on a video rather than just have to read about it.
1: Thought.
0: Go ahead. I,
1: I think this is a wonderful way of promoting any business. Think about, you know, in the good old days, uh, only big companies that had a lot of money could do something like that. And now, as Ken says, if you have a good camera and you're pretty good uh, at taking pictures, I mean, you can sell this stuff yourself. I mean, there are wonderful things that you can do with that. And I think you're absolutely right. People rather see a video and hear whatever they're trying to pitch than actually read it. It's never the same. So that's a wonderful way to do it.
2: Ken? Ken? Yeah, and what you'll find is that, and, and I apologize to the professional videographers who may be listening to the show, um, who, who will say, what do you mean you could do it on a smartphone? Well, the reality is that you can, and uh, for better or for worse, uh, YouTube has, uh, I, I describe it as lowering the bar. YouTube has lowered the bar in, in how videos are being produced. Um, it's it, they've made it much more affordable. What's happened is people have become much more forgiving about the fact that it's not a professionally produced video the way it used to have to be done in the old days. When I worked at Motorola, which is now over 20 years ago, I used to spend $2,000 per minute of produced video. And what yeah. small business can afford to do that? So now that we're able to shoot video on a smartphone, knowing that people have become very accustomed to watching videos that are not that well produced on YouTube, we can do things today, marketing a small business that we could not do 20 years ago. All right. So it's not to say don't be professional. Of course you want to be professional, but you don't have to have the high-end equipment that you used to have. Once again, with apologies to the professional videographers who may be listening. <laughs> All right.
0: That man apologizing is Ken Countess of the Countess Group. That's thecountessgroup.com. And once again, you can sign up for that workshop on the 15th. What, By the way, what time will that be pre- presented live, Ken, on the 15th?
2: Uh, six o'clock, six o'clock in the evening.
0: Okay, 6 p.m. And I take it it'll be interactive. People will be able to ask you questions at some point.
2: Yes, I look forward to that, actually.
0: Okay. And that is, once again, presented by SCORE at no charge, and that's at Orlando.score.org, Orlando.score.org. And if you do happen to miss it, you can't catch it live, you can go there and check it out at the archive. And once again, take advantage of Ken's archive, because he has a lot of great webinars that zero in on some of these things we're talking about here, these subjects. And that's at thecountessgroup.com slash archive. Did I get that right, Ken?
2: Uh almost. It's the countessgroup.com dot com slash replays. Replays.
0: Alright, I had written it down in the wrong place. <laughs> All right. Okay, so the uh the dot com slash replays. Now the, uh, the, the the video, the video, did you give us the length, the, the actual length, the, the time that time that the video should run? Because once again, you don't want to make it too long, but it still has to be long enough, right? Is there slight, sort of like a window that you want to aim for, minute, two minutes, something like that?
2: Yeah, there's actually a sweet spot. That's a really great question, Chris. Um, what's happened over time is that people's attention spans have become shorter and shorter. And, um, You know, several years ago, many years ago, it was not uncommon for a video commercial to run 30 to 60 seconds. That was the standard. But over time, uh, people have just decided, you know, I got what I need within a few seconds of time. So the ideal commercials these days and videos, therefore, is somewhere between 15 and 30 seconds. And what you want to do in that short amount of time is you want to drive people to your website. So the video should convey just enough information to make them so engaged that they have to go to your website to get more information, because that's really where the sale is made. The video is like an introduction, and and you want to take them to the place where you have the rest of the information. Because the reality is this. You're not going to make a sale, in all likelihood, unless it's truly an impulse buy for your product. Um, people aren't going to buy the first time they see you. That's like asking someone to marry you on the
0: first date. Yeah, that, was, that, that worked for Rich. I know that. Yeah, I, I've, and I've
1: been waiting for that for a long time. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Lucy, uh, you and I got a long wait, I think. Oh, boy. Uh, yes. that's, that's for another show, uh, for, for another show, another type show. A- anyway. Right. Um, so now, now, once they get to the website, then what do you want them to do?
2: Uh, then you want them to consume more of your content. For sure, when they get to your website, you want them to leave you their contact information. You want them, you want to be able to cultivate a relationship with them. And that relationship starts by first getting their contact information, uh, their email address. In fact, I'll share something with you. Uh, earlier today, I was on a webinar uh, that Kevin O'Leary was the guest speaker, the, Kevin O'Leary from the Shark Tank. Oh yeah. yes. And one of the things he said that I wrote down, because uh, it, it is just so germane to what we're talking about, He said, You know, when you're doing, when you're conducting commerce online, even if you're just beginning to cultivate a relationship with those people that are visiting your site, Kevin's words, and I wrote this down, it said, bend backwards to collect their customer data. Because they may come and buy from you, and especially if you're doing business, for example, on Amazon, Amazon doesn't allow you their the contact information of the people who bought from you. So what you do want to do is when people visit your website is get their contact information and this way you can market to them again and again and again.
0: All right so that that's, mm-hmm. that's a key goal when you get the people to come to your web and once again is then would the, the same technique be uh, you know a, a, a limited time offer an exclusive membership. Uh, the the four uh, groups that you gave us before, as far as yeah, emails that's go, right. as far as, far yeah, as the subject essentially, line, Essentially, you're
2: you're going to exchange in exchange for their email address, you're going to provide them something of value, whether it's a limited time offer, free membership, a discount, a downloadable white paper, uh, a video, okay. yeah, something that will encourage them to give them uh, their give you their contact info. All
0: right. Okay. All right. So we're going to take a break here again, come back with Ken Countess of the Countess Group. That's thecountessgroup.com. If you want to see, and once again, the webinars uh, that, and workshops that he's done cons- you know, on the subject matter that we've been talking about, the various subjects, you can go to the slash replays, com slash replays, and sign up for his upcoming workshop at Orlando.score.org on the 15th of September. It'll be live at 6 p.m. Don't miss it, and we'll be right back with more of What's the Score. Okay, we are back. We are What's the Score, and by we, I mean myself, Christopher Hart, along with volunteers at SCORE, Lucy Polito and Rich Jekyll. Our guest today, Ken Countess of The Countess Group. That's thecountessgroup.com. And before we get back to the discussion, I want to remind you, there is an old-fashioned tool out there that's been around a long time, promises it to still be around a long time where perhaps you can use it as a tool to drive people to your website so you can begin the process that Ken has been talking about. And that's old-fashioned radio. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. As many people, if not more, listen to the radio every day than watch television and, believe it or not, go on the Internet. And it's because it's so convenient and it's what they want informative or entertaining or oftentimes both. And you can get your message to a mass audience here in Central Florida by talking to Bill Files. He is the station manager here at Salem Media Group Orlando. And with great radio stations here with both AM and FM signals, you can get your message to the audience that you would like to have hear it. And it can be in your own voice. It can be perhaps in one of the great professional voices here at the station. Or maybe you can have your own radio show like this one right here. All right. So Bill Files is the man to talk to. 407-618-1760 is his number. Uh, So let's get back to Ken. And once again, he'll be doing a workshop on September 15th at 6 p.m., a Zoom workshop or via Zoom workshop. And that is via SCORE as well. You can sign up at orlando.score.org, and we'll be talking about the power of video and email and things like that. And, Ken, let me get back to the email for for just a minute there because, you know, you're inviting people in. You want to get their contact information. You just mentioned that quote by Kevin O'Leary, bend backwards to get contact information from folks who visit your website, and then you want to send messages out to them and how frequently should you do that let's say they don't respond the first time how many times should you do it and how often should you do it to get their attention and then once you get their attention how often should you send something to them before so you don't get them you know mad at you that you know every five minutes you got you know a new email coming from ken countess or something
2: yeah those are great great questions chris and and oh, no. was something like this. <laughs> pay, pay attention, Rich.
0: Ken, if you yes. keep saying that, we're not going to get his head back through the door again.
2: <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, Chris, uh, Chris, that was a pretty good question. Uh, yeah, I try. <laughs> Thank you. Right, Much
0: better. I try, I try hard. <laughs> <laughs> All
2: right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So the answer, the answer is uh, that um, it, it depends. I mean, that's truly the answer. It depends on what kind of a business you are. Typically, for a business-to-business environment, uh, once a month, maybe twice a month works pretty well. If you're a retailer, if you're running sales frequently, twice a month to even every week. But sending an email multiple times a week and clogging up somebody's inbox, that's inviting trouble. Because what will happen is the, the person on the receiving end will say, stop filling up my inbox. Uh, you're cluttering it, it's spam, and then they will unsubscribe. And if they unsubscribe, you can't get them back. You can't, you can't send them any more emails. So what's the best thing to do? Number one is keep that email short and sweet. What, what email is about is it's cultivating a relationship with the people who signed up to be on your list, and that relationship is precious. You know, every, every person on your list has a monetary value. In the classes I teach, I talk about the value of your list, and if you think about the average price of the product or service you sell, and let's say for argument's sake, it's Uh, Maybe you have some sort of a service that you charge $500 for. Well, every person that's on your email list is then worth $500 per send. And so if people start dropping off your list, the value of that list starts to diminish. So what you want to do is keep that email short and sweet to keep people's attention with your hope being that they will look forward to or anticipate receiving that next email from you because it has something of value, whether it be a sale on an item. If you're selling real estate, maybe it's 10 ways to maximize the value of your home. If you have a pool service, maybe it's the five ways to keep your pool looking uh, uh, refreshing and inviting. Are there are any number of ways that you can continue to send information out to people that would be valuable. Right. So once again, uh, depending on the type of business, it may be once a week, it may be once a month or something in between, but don't overdo it.
0: Okay. Ken Countess, who we're speaking to, once again, his workshop. You can help. You can be a part of that, and it'll help you flesh some of this stuff out. And, of course, you can take advantage of the webinars that he's already done Archived at the dot com slash replays. Uh, Lucy uh, or Rich, did either one of you have a question at this point before I go on with one?
1: Uh, I, yeah, I have a question. Go ahead. That I just thought about for for the client or the yeah the person selling the product or the service. What is the best way for them to maintain some sort of a list that tells them how good their uh, their advertising via email is? is being for them, is there a way that they can measure that?
2: Yeah, Lucy, since this is the first question you've asked, I'll say, hey, that's a great question.
0: (laughs) You paying attention,
2: Rich?
0: Oh, man, I think I got out of that part.
2: Uh, So the best way to answer that question is, that that your best indication of how good that your campaign is, and and we have to think of it as a campaign, is by the open rate. You know, how many of those people that are on your list actually opened it? What's the percentage that opened it? And then once they did open that email, what did they click on? You have to have a call to action is what it's called, a CTA, call to action. And that gives you a much better indication of how effective your email is so if you ever get an email and it says click here for more information that phrase click here is the call to action now what what makes for a good open rate well on average uh, 15 to 18 percent is an industry wide average for open rates and you may say to yourself wow that sounds really low Well, if you think about your own inbox, and, you know, don't use mine as an example, but uh, because I get so many emails, uh, you know, at at 800 emails, if I were opening up 80 of them, that's only a 10% open rate. And so think about your own inbox. Let's say you get 50 emails a day. You're probably not reading all 50. Maybe you're reading 10. Well, 10 out of 50 is a 20% open rate. So if you can average anywhere between 18 and 20%, you're doing an average job. Your best bet is to try to segment your list and target your mailing to the people who would be most likely to be good customers for you.
0: All right. Uh, Ken, one last good. question for you. We only have a couple of minutes left here. You mentioned earlier in the show that it's it's much easier and much more economically feasible now to place ads on platforms like Facebook and others. Uh, how and, and once again, I take it all the principles that we've been talking about here to get people hooked in, you would utilize in these ads, which would run what, like 30, 15, 30 seconds? Uh, in, in other words, pretty much everything we've talked about now, would that apply to how you would put together an ad?
2: Well, uh, on Facebook and Instagram, Chris, the ads actually would be much, much shorter. I see. Uh, Facebook registers that someone has viewed your ad when they've uh, only watched three seconds of it. I see. Um, Yeah, so if you keep your ad on Facebook to somewhere between seven and ten seconds, again, your goal is to get them to get to your website. Right. Right. And Facebook gives you all those metrics, so you'll be able to tell exactly what's going on, and you'll be able to tell where you need to make modifications to your campaign so you can get better results.
0: All right. And once again, you can contact Ken himself to help walk you through this at thecountessgroup.com. Lucy, you were going to say something.
1: No, I'm just, you know, I'm fascinated by this whole new technology and all the things that can take place. And really, it's It's free of charge, if you will, and so people really should take advantage of it and get to know all this
0: stuff. Huge huge value in what's coming
2: out of here.
1: Yeah.
0: All right. So please do take advantage of the workshop coming up, and that's on the 15th, and that will be at 6 p.m. live. You can sign up at orlando.score.org. It will be a Zoom event, and there will be a point where you'll be able to engage in questions with Ken. And... Once again, it will be archived, so you'll be able to review it at your leisure either after you see it live, or if you can't catch it live, you can see it afterwards. And that will be at orlando.score.org. Ken has a number of webinars of his own that he's already produced, and I'm sure he'll be producing more and putting in his archive at thecountessgroup.com slash replays, thecountessgroup.com slash replays. And please do sign up for the SCORE newsletter at orlando.score.org. And the Facebook page, please like Rich there. He's a lonely man. Yeah, man. (laughs) In these times. And that is SCORE Orlando on Facebook. And, once again, you can still call SCORE, and they do have the volunteers. They're not on vacation. As a matter of fact, Lucy, are you still working harder than ever? Oh, yeah. Yes, I am. I truly, truly am. I'm amazed at the number
1: of people that are actually calling and or sending emails, for that matter. Uh, It's really very interesting and, and very rewarding to see that people, even though we're going through a very difficult time, Uh, nationwide, worldwide, really. I mean, people have not given up. I mean, they're still trying to make a living and really work hard at it.
0: And that is very, very encouraging, I might add. So, well, it's been been great talking with you, Ken, and look forward to seeing you again soon. And uh, good luck in the meantime. And, folks, please sign up before it's too late. It's never too late, but please sign up as soon as you can at Orlando.score.org. Well, it would be too late afterwards, but all right. So, Ken... You take- that's a great question, that's- Chris. <laughs> Thank you, Rich. <laughs> I appreciate that. You the man. All right, so uh, that's going to wrap it up for this week, and we'll talk to you next week when we have more of What's the Storm.